Podcast. This is Carlos. This is Brock. And today we're going to have a uh, simple, we're going to call it the old guy movie review. Yes. Not that they were that old, but... Pretty old. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we just decided, so for for most of our lives we've been playing role-playing games and, and into gaming. And a lot of the imagination and the games that we played were from movies. Like a lot of that came from old movies that have been forgotten through times. Um, so these are our movie reviews of old movies that pertain to role-playing games or that could be adapted to cool role-playing game scenarios. Mm-hmm. So we picked a few each. So I'm going to start with um, one that I just actually watched recently that was really good. It's Shogun Assassin from 1980. And the basic storyline was, long ago there was a great samurai warrior who served the Shogun honorably. The Shogun, however, grew paranoid as he became more and more senile. The Shogun sought to destroy all those who might stand to oppose his rule. And so he sent his ninja spies to a samurai's home. The ninjas failed to kill the samurai, but they did kill his beloved wife. From then on, the samurai swore on his honor he would see seek out the shogun and avenge the death of his love. The samurai roams the countryside with his toddler son taking on mercenary work for money until the final battle with the shogun's three masters of death. Um, it was came out in 1980, and it was actually a really good film. Inspired um, a comic book series called Lone Wolf and Cub, and uh, I think that's a good one that you could adapt really easily to um, Legend of the Five Rings. Really cool game. That would seem it would go very dark very quickly. <laughs> well, the, the, it was very dark very quickly, and I've been reading the comic books lately, and that's why I think it's, oh, okay. it's, it's so yeah, cool. I was going to say, because it's role-playing, you go, okay, I got this kid. Yeah. Yeah, I go, I, yeah you'd have to have a good role-playing group, because, you know, you can't have that funny, goofy, or sure. let the baby die kind of group. You know, you'd have, hey, that's part of your quest. I mean, that's almost like horror-filled. Yep. And holy crap, i got to take this kid. But then, on top of it, you're taking the kid. It's not, It's like... Us, okay, hey, we're gonna go get his mercenary job, and you all walk in with a baby. You know, hey, yeah, uh, you know, I know we're gonna, you know. There's like six movies in this series, and one of them's called Oh Boy, Lone Wolf and Cub, Baby Cart at the River Sticks. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, if you get a chance to see the movie, they're awesome. <laughs> at what point does this kid grow up with some problems? He never does. He just he's it, it, he even helps his dad kill some people in some of them. Yeah. Does it? Oh yeah, it's oh, great. Boy. It's it's super great. Lone Wolf and Cub. Lone Wolf and Cub, Cub is a fantastic comic book, and I think it would be it, it paints a great picture of Edo uh, Japan in like the 1600s, like when when the the Shogun was you know the the whole feudal Japan D and D world. Hmm. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, it just would be dark. Wu Tang Wu Tang Clan samples this movie for one of their like the Crystal Swords album I think it is oh. it's awesome it's great so if you're listening if you're a fan of Wu-Tang you will um, you will recognize a lot of the plot to this I movie I can't that would just go very dark <laughs> to me I'm just imagining my current group you know? sure sure I'm just imagining them you'd have half of them crying the other half would be like screw that baby leave it in the back it's actually well done the whole thing is really well done oh my lord and the books are good too the books are really good alright well I, you could see like he said you could turn that into yeah Lord uh, what is it L5R L5R, yeah. Yeah, Legend of the Five Rings. That'd be a good... You could do that with a D&D adventure, too. Yeah, I think so. You could do a Shadowrun. You could do that with anything. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, carrying along a baby as you're murdering people is, you know, it adds a certain element of... You know, even modern, do you ever see Shoot 'em Up? Yeah, yeah, good movie. Okay, that would be a modern version of that. Yeah, that would be once again. That was also dark. Yeah, so, very yeah, dark, yeah, very fun. All right, so that would be a good one. <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, my first pick 
would, and I think a lot of people don't like it either. Hate it. it's the Time Bandits, or not the, but Time Bandits. Great movie. Made by it's in 1981, and the director is Terry Gilliam. Mm-hmm. He's uh, famous for uh, Monty Python, and he did all those goofies. But the Time Bandits, if you can get past, you know, it's 81, so you sure. can get past the special effects. But just the movie itself, it's a good story. It's uh, it's a young boy exited. It's this is the blurb. It's a young boy accidentally joins a band of time traveling dwarves as they jump from era to era looking to forge treasure to steal. That does not give credit to the movie because the dwarves actually work for God. Yeah. <laughs> and they stole the map from God because they were tired of making bushes or whatever it was. So they just go from place to place and they, they run into like... Sean Connery was in it. Yeah, Sean, yeah, Sean, Sean Connery, Connery yeah. was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. He played the uh, like some Greek warrior yeah. or something like that. But yeah, he's in it. Uh, all the old uh, English actors are in it. But they All have, the time in space. Yeah. It's so good. It's uh, They jump from... Uh, yeah, they're running. They're running from God. Yeah. While at the same time they're stealing things, but they like Robin Hood, they run into, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the ultimate evil is this goofy guy that. Just... <laughs> it's like the devil, right? He's supposed yeah, to be the like, devil. He's supposed yeah. to be the devil, but it doesn't really say ever the devil. Yeah. You know? And in the end, there's this huge, huge battle. There's a giant. They end up on a bow and oh, the cannibals, yeah. and but the point is, I guess it would be a good D and D adventure for planes jumping. Mm-hmm. You know, like you steal some map from. A god, you know, mm-hmm. and then you just run around stealing all this stuff, and he's chasing you, and then trying to get the map back. Yeah, and then, the, oh, the evil guy was trying to steal the map, so yeah. he could do it. So you know, the evil character, so you could have, you know, you get so many different adventures. That'd in be there. a fun game. But it, you know, you'd have to be really good DM to see where they're gonna jump. I mean, you would still, it couldn't be linear, obviously. So you'd right. have to have different places where they go. And, I think you'd have to plan out a lot, a lot of that. Yeah, that would be like a planeswalker or a plane shift. Yeah, it's worth a watch because it'll really give you adventure. And uh, to me, the thing was God was chasing you. Yeah, that made me laugh because in the end you have tanks and yeah, there was some cavalry and they're all shooting. It's like it's just really well done. He does all those movies really good. That the, the Terry Gilliam and it, it's it's got a lot of laughs. Yeah, that was I like that movie a lot. Uh, so my next movie I'm going to go with is uh, <laughs> Rima Williams' The Adventure Begins, 1985. <laughs> so this was I mean I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you this was a bad movie and it, The Adventure <laughs> Begins they never actually finished it it was the only one. But <laughs> as the story, supposed to be a trilogy, it but. was supposed to be a bunch, but I think they just ran out of funding. But it's a cult classic. The storyline and N. YPD cop is killed in an accident. The death is faked, and he is introduced into an organization called Cure, dedicated to preserving the Constitution by working outside of it. Remo is to become the enforcement wing, an assassin of Cure, and learns an ancient Korean martial arts from Chin, the master of Sunjadu, based on the popular pulp series The Destroyer by Richard Seyfair. But it, it was a great movie. It was a great movie. It was everything as a kid growing up. You know, you had this macho cop that, you know, they faked his death, and then he learns all this crazy kung fu, and he's running through government installations and stopping, like, bad guys from blowing up the world and um, I think it'd be a good D20 modern um, type story yeah, where, a modern adventure yeah. even a future adventure like, yeah 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 even a future which not so much Shadowrun because everybody's already enhanced sure it, but you sure. kind of like need it to be a uh, I think there's a, a place for like like Top Secret or yes. one of those uh, those games where you're playing like a spy or a martial artist in mm-hmm. like the modern day world like just just saving the world from ninjas and <laughs> but it was great there was this like was really cheesy super cheesy oh, super cheesy as all get out and but... super um sexist i remember it was like made in the height of like rambo and like yeah it was super yeah. machizo and like the women were all like oh, like swooning and yeah and you know they're they're screaming all the time dodging bullets with their, <laughs> their high heels and... that inspired me to want to get more into martial arts well, I think something better shouldn't I stay fit. It's Remo Williams. He's I awesome. I'm going to be Remo Williams. I just wanted to be Remo. Did he go... fall off like the Empire State Building or something in that movie? I, I don't remember that part, but I remember him dodging bullets. They all dodge bullets. 
and there were like 50 some levels and they kept learning different like moves and yeah, super cool it's pretty funny oh it was no it was the statue of liberty what did i say empire state building yeah statue they, of liberty. Statue yeah, liberty. Yeah, he fell yeah, off yeah. that or something just landed on yeah. his feet or something weird. yeah it was one of those my second pick or fourth option which i think they're coming out with a role-playing game for this but i haven't seen it and i've seen it uh advertised not advertised but the pre-order lists and stuff is called the adventures of buckaroo bonsai <laughs> From 19, what was this? 1984. It has uh, Peter Weller, which was the original RoboCop guy. Oh yeah, yeah. It has John Lithgow, Alan Barker, and a bunch of other people that are. Let me see. Jeff Goldblum's in it. Christopher Lloyd. Nice. The gist of this one is adventurer slash surgeon slash rock musician Buckaroo Banzai and his band of men, Perfect. the Hong Kong Cavaliers, Perfect. take on evil invaders from the eighth dimension. It's a confusing movie because it's like this guy just comes on and he's like this he's a rock star it's like typical 80s it's like he's a rock star and it's a rock band and they're all working on like super science of course they were and uh and they just had a car that he would drive real fast and it would go into a different dimension it wasn't even like a plane or anything like it was a car and he drove it into a rock and when he went to the other dimension he inadvertently picked up like an, an, an inhabitant and then uh i think it was john uh john lithgow played mm-hmm. like Somehow they were already here. They got stuck here, and they were using his machine. Oh, it just became a convoluted mess. <laughs> and it was just so typical. Like they get in the middle of a gunfight, they one guy gets hit. You know, of course, one main character gets hit. Nobody dies. They just he just lays there and bleeds. And they spend ten minutes talking to each other. And it's like, well, while this gunfight, just take a pauses and. It's just typical 80s nonsense. Oh, I love it. it. I, and I liked it because like, Peter Weller just pays a straight guy all the time, right? <laughs> so he's just doing this ridiculous crap, and it's just straight guy. But anyway, as far as adventures, definitely, I'd say Shadow Run because oh, it's yeah. that type of super science. Yeah. Shadow Run, any kind of futuristic kind of game where you, you're trying to find another dimension or you're trying to go to a different dimension for something, or or you're finding out that another, you know, like an alien race. Or what was that? What was that? There was uh, right before D20 came. There was that game where you shift. It was dimension shifting. Well, I know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the game, had a lot of dimension shifting in it by Palladium. But yeah. there was another one that was the, the people that did, oh, they had a spaceship game that was really cool, too. It was like Wizards before they went to D20. Right after, like, second edition. Yeah, it's going to hit me, like, 2 in the morning. Oh, well. I'm going to call here. Yeah, yeah. And we'll record it over. I'll have to yeah, we'll call it over, over the phone. <laughs> Carlos, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I got it. I got it now. Uh, but yeah, anyway, if that's <laughs> if you want to watch something ridiculous, it's and it's typical rubbery monsters, mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff that doesn't make any sense. But I, the only part I didn't like was I didn't understand why they had a car. Why didn't they just fly? Because <laughs> then they were risking. Oh, we gotta get we gotta get up to this speed before we hit the mountain. <laughs> well, why would you want to be on the ground going that? Fast? It's just ridiculous. You gotta see it. I came up with a couple more movies while we were um, just talking. Oh boy, just now. go ahead. Okay, so the next one I wanted to talk about was 1984 Ice Pirates. Oh my God! Greatest totally movie forever. Forgot. I did oh too until God. we started talking. <laughs> and so. Oh my God! The, the summary of this one: In the far future, water oh. is the most valuable substance. Two space pirates are captured, sold to a princess, and recruited to help her find her father who disappeared when he found information information dangerous to the rulers. A real space opera with sword fights, explosive explosions, fighting robots, monsters bar fights and time warps um i remember watching this movie as a kid and it was just the what year did that come out in 1984 it was Let's so and the, and the guys got like a, a wasn't it kind of risky to oh super time? yeah super risky suit risky risque, yeah. yeah yeah oh so good it so, was so funny yeah I, I i get to watch it now because it wouldn't be as funny you know what i kind of want to go back and watch all these again i know like now that we're talking about this stuff but the ice pirates i totally forgot about that it's just so funny it oh. was like 
it's almost like Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. In the future, and, and or the, airplane. Yeah, the fight scenes where it just gets like it stops in the middle. And it's ridiculous, and they're like, bah, 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 and it's just running around and like dumb stuff's going on. And, but it was, but but it totally. And they had robots. They had like yeah. It was it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It's whoever made it. I could see why. It's like the in the verge of like the airplane movies. Or, yeah, or yeah. Naked Gun and stuff like that. It was just silly, silly as all get up. But I remember the time war because I remember it was like one of the one of the main guys was a, a black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get caught in a time warp and they're sword fighting. They're all getting old, mm-hmm. and the black guy's afro keeps getting bigger and yep, bigger. Yeah, it's this huge afro. And it's gray. Yeah, he's all gray. And he but it's like, oh my god, it's terrible. But it was funny. How you would translate that into a so? I think that's a good space opera. You could totally run that in like a um, a f- future game. You could do that in like a traveler. A traveler would be a good one. Star Wars. Um, any of those future oh, yeah, science Star games. Star Wars water. You yeah, could okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. could run like a spaceships kind of game like that where you're running around, um, doing stuff. Good ideas in there. There's just a, silliness. It's just yeah, paranoia. Maybe no paranoia wouldn't be. That wouldn't be a good one for that. Uh, paranoia. That's a fun game. Though. You got to get some good players for Paranoia. I want to play that again. Oh, all right. Well, that'll be another day. <laughs> My next one is 1968. Nice. So don't be surprised by the acting or the special effects because they're terrible. Well, for 68, they were great. Mm-hmm. It's called The Green Slime. It has its own 60s music to it. And it's like just like Austin Powers <laughs> threw up on it. What it is is they go to the moon from a space station and they find a rock, that an asteroid or something like that. And uh-huh. They had some it's green slime on it. So here, a giant asteroid is heading towards Earth. So some astronauts disembark from a nearby space station to blow it up. The mission is successful. And they return to the station unknowingly bringing back a gooey green substance that mutates into one-eyed tentacled monsters that feed off electricity. I don't think I ever saw that movie. Oh, it's soon the station is crawling with them and being people are being zapped right and left and right. If their costumes are pretty good for the time. Yeah. They're pretty big, like, raw, and they make this noise, and you got to see. But anyway, it's just terribly fun. That's the whole premise is you're on a space station, you go to see something, and the classic, oh, you bring it back, what's this? And it just blows up in your face. <laughs> but it's really good because you're limited to what you can and can't do. But the movie itself to watch... Epic. So good. Oh, I made um, I my, need to, I I need made my wife watch it, and she was, like, so mad at me. I got to watch that. Oh, that. my brother, uh, Manuel, he loves it. It's another one. It's just, it's, it's this great, cheesy movie. But that's a good classic. If you watch the movie, get ideas, uh-huh. and then turn it into a Cthulhu. Oh, campaign. that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and you put a serious spin on it. Yeah. It, it would be really good. Forget about the movie. Huh. You know, but th- that whole premise. And I, and I can remember this movie, the first time I saw it, man, it was like, I don't know if you're from Cleveland, Ohio. You, there was always this late night show, Big Truck and Little John. Yeah, yeah, they had played late night movies, and you'd stay up late. And I remember watching this with my dad. It was on uh, Big Truck and Little John. It was late night, and I remember at one point in the movie, the uh, astronauts are on the uh, moon or whatever, and they see the slime, and one guy just grabs it, picks it up. Hey, what is this? And it's like, boy, man, that's the first thing they ever don't touch anything. You don't know what it is. <laughs> I go, well, He's just licking it. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes like slime. It tastes like death. <laughs> awesome. It tastes like foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, you know, you reminded me just of another one. So this this was a good one. Walt Disney actually did this one. Oh, 1979, oh. when they were kind of getting into some dark stuff. Oh, Lord. Um, the Black Hole. Do you remember that? <laughs> such, a a great, such a great movie. On, man. So bad. It's... Yeah, it is. It was. I mean, it was. It was. It was the story's good. At the so, time, the special effects were good, worth but. off the charts for back then. Oh. Uh, the year is night is two thousand twenty one thirty A.D. An Earth exploratory ship, the USS 
Homelonian discovers a black hole with a lost ship, the USS Cygnus, just outside its event horizon. Deciding to solve the mystery of the Cygnus, the captain um, and his first officer, they all basically land on the side of this black hole, that's get, on the ship that's getting sucked down the black hole. And it's all this crazy stuff that happens. And it's it was really hard sci-fi. It was hard that. sci-fi. Because I remember him, like, I had trouble understanding it. Yeah. Like, what is this guy trying to, I think, wasn't he trying to, like, go back in time? Yeah. Get home. ESP, there was ESP. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, Remember Vincent, the big robot? The big, crazy, scary robot with I the. I thought it was Maximilian. Oh, yeah, that was Max. Vincent was the other one. That here's was why, one. because I remember watching that when I was younger. Uh-huh. And it was scary because here's this robot and he's this big robot. And I remember he killed the, he killed one of the crew members. The yeah. robot actually yeah. killed somebody with like a, a cheese slicer in yeah. his hand or something. It wasn't yeah. a cheese slicer, but it was like I diced this guy up and it was like, this is a Disney movie. This is a Disney movie. Yeah, it just pretty... slaughtered somebody in front oh, of you. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. I like but... the tagline, you can't escape the most powerful force in the universe. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the black hole. <laughs> and then why is it sitting there? I love it. I love uh, it. The ship design was pretty. It was pretty cool. They had cool guns. Like I, yeah. I, I kind of, I haven't thought about that movie in years, and I want to go totally see forgot it. About it. I remember that goofy floating robot. Yep. Then they had the other beat up robot that was all depressed. Yeah. It's like it's like as if the robot got dented. <laughs> right. Got depressed. As Just it, got it, sad because first it's... time the robots have emotions. <laughs> no, I'm so sad. So I'm gonna go a little further here. Do you remember 1987? It's a good Cthulhu one. The Gate. Do you remember that one? The two two young boys. You know, it always pops up on my Netflix. Oh, it's so good. Accidentally release a horde of nasty pint-sized demons from a hole in their backyard. Sure, it's not the ghoulies. Oh, the ghoulies was another good one like that. They're (laughs) very similar movies. Very similar movies. No, I'm gonna have to watch the gate. The gate's good. It's it was. I mean, 87 good, but it's good. You know, it's like House. Those are all good. The movie. Remember that movie House? Yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. That's that's a Cthulhu movie. Another good. You know that. I think it played as kind of humorous, but that was really a dark movie. Oh, super dark. Yeah, that's a total Cthulhu. All sorts of PTSD, Vietnam vet, you know, flashbacks. It it totally went to that. It was a PTSD movie. Where the guy's going insane in his own house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from uh, Vietnam. It's Vietnam era, but yeah. uh, Yeah, that is a total Cthulhu movie slash uh, Vietnam slash PTSD. Yep. Wow, or, I didn't think about that. Or did. Critters. Remember Critters? <laughs> Another hard sci-fi, terrible, like terrifying. Yeah, um, all those are like creatures that came from somewhere you got to yeah. stop. Definitely Cthulhu. Definitely Cthulhu. Or uh, it's harder in D&D because there's always creatures. Everywhere. Right, it's gotta right. It's got to be somewhere normal. Like uh, even Traveler, you could pull that off. Sure, right? oh, sure. And um, that's another game you could probably pull that off with. You know, I, I always like the D20 modern ones where you're playing in modern day times. Or mm-hmm. even uh, White Wolf wouldn't really work for that. No. But, uh. Yeah, because yeah, you're playful for just creatures anyway. Yeah, yeah. You need something like Cthulhu would be the best. Call it Cthulhu because it's like you're normal. You're just hey, a regular dude. Hey, I'm, yeah, you, I'm doing a podcast and all of a sudden all these little <laughs> brown creatures come in trying to eat me. Just trying to eat everything and you're just fighting your way out of it. <laughs> one of my favorite, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And this is my last one. I'll, I'll leave it alone after this. One no, of the worst no, no, movies keep going. It's pretty I've funny. ever seen but had the best premise ever was Jersey Jet Li's The One. <sighs> It was horrible. The movie's yes. bad. Terrible. But the concept of it was so no, great. the concept's good. Oh, the, so there's not there's a multiverse. There's like 122 different versions of Earth. That they know of. That they know of. And they figure out a way. Some One of them, one of the universe figures out a way to jump between dimensions. And the guy figures out that if he kills himself, 
in the other dimensions, you're, you're sharing a soul and you get stronger and stronger and stronger. Once you kill all the other ones, you basically become God. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a really cool, like there was, it was about the last two guys left. Yeah, the, the, one guy, and then one guy, you know, they're both like police. Yeah, the and one guy uh, was bad and killed himself. Yeah, like, but the other guy got really powerful and he didn't know why. Right, right. So he, the other guy came looking for him and they're equally powerful, so they're just tearing up the joint for no reason. I think that would be a fantastic. Was it uh, Jason Statham in that? Yeah, Jason yeah, Statham yeah, was in that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were just, he's just running around trying to stop him. Agent Evan Funst. <laughs> yeah, he's just getting he's getting a butt whipping all yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah, it just gets beat up a lot. Stop and pow. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that I love the concept of that movie. Like, yeah, the concept's good. The movie's horrible, yeah, horrible, horrible. Movie. throwing motorcycles at each other. Yeah, it just yeah. it wasn't well done. I mean, and then it's like they ran out of a budget halfway through. Right. It or it's exactly the feel they got for it. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, great, you know. We should compile a list of all the great D and D movies like Conan and Call the Conqueror and you know Excalibur, like all the great like must watch. Uh, uh, you know what? That's what I'm watching. I think is it the weekend? Yeah, it's the weekend. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Uh, I uh, I DVR'd uh, Excalibur. Oh yeah. So what was the one with the where we had the three swords? The sword with three blades on it, and two of them shot out. Oh stop! Wait. Oh, Man, that I was another good D and D movie. I'm gonna Google it while we're talking. No, no. You know what? Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Okay. Somebody call us in to get a booster pack or something. Yeah, yeah, give you know a prize. What? All right, what's the name of the movie? Or you don't know the name of the movie. Duh. Oh, I Google knows. Don't Google don't Google tell knows. me. I'm not telling you. Don't tell me. I'm not telling All you. Right. I remember that. I got it. It's 1982. 82. So it's perfect I know for exactly our genre. the movie you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's perfect for our genre. I always wanted to build a sword that three blades. It's, it's three blades. Yeah, and, and what the, was the... the side ones all shot off. And what was it? Was, was it a, futuristic or past? It was past. past. It, was, it was hard D&D. Man, I can't remember. Now it's making me mad. I, I now that I saw it, I, I remember it so well. Okay, tell you what. First person that emails or calls or gives us the uh, gives Carlos the answer gives me the answer from ask, the podcast. Ask for Carlos from the podcast. Yeah. Say, give me the answer to this movie trivia. What movie had the three swords in it from 1982 or the three bladed swords that two blades shot out? Yep. Uh, I'll give you booster pack of something or equal value. Is a twenty five percent discount on your yeah, next purchase? Something. I'll think of something. <laughs> I, I'll come and I'll post it up. When we put this up, we'll post it. I'll give you a high five and a hug. Just <laughs> <laughs> high fives and hugs. <laughs> Long and appropriate hugs. <laughs> Just super creepy. <laughs> super creepy hug. Mind if I hold your hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's making me crazy. I got to know now. Don't oh. tell me, though. Don't tell me. All, all these other ones popped up, too, now. Uh, Beastmaster. Oh. <laughs> great D&D movie that goes on our list. Oh, Hawk the Slayer. Dragon Slayer. That was a good one. Oh, that was... Yeah, that was. Yeah, all those were good. That I... was a Disney movie, too. Uh, yeah, Dragon Slayer was Disney. Yeah, Disney. That was the era where they were doing some dark stuff. Yeah, I think they were trying to make some bucks or something. Disney did some weird... Bed knobs and broomsticks was kind of weird. I never and... saw that one. Oh, that was... Yeah, it was a kid's movie, but it was super creepy. I know. But no, movies movies now are so awesome compared to the ones that we grew up on. There was a lot of imagination left in the ones from when we were kids. Yeah, they just you re-lose, bleh, reuse a lot of ideas. Yeah. It's like anything, though. It's really original. I mean, if we're going to go deep for a minute there, but no, who knows? <laughs> yeah, you know, but you can buy steal ideas. It's all ideas. There's only so many storylines. You know? I love it. I love it. But yeah, no. So this, these are the these are the inspirational films that we had growing up, that uh, that got us into gaming and made mm-hmm. us want to you know use our imagination and play games. Made us outsiders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got me got me beat up by all the cool yeah. kids. Darn it! What are you guys watching? Time Bandits. Ow! <laughs> you know what's sad is I can still remember watching Time Bandits in a the theater. It's a '81, so I was like mm-hmm. 12 or yeah. something stupid. I uh, I think that's funny. Yeah, it was an easy target because I had like I'm such a. Yeah. Of course, I didn't hit puberty till I turned 18, and I became like you know 
joined the Marines and became a real man. Yeah. Before that, I was just a little kid. I got I moved. Yeah. So like, yeah. Five years. Out, yeah. I was eighteen. I moved. I, you know, I had to move. I not had to, but I moved out. And yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, holy crap, this ain't no fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, you look back at that. That was like fun times, oh, memories. Good times. Could you imagine? Uh, I'm trying to imagine like people watching movies now when they get older. Like, right. What would be a movie that? So I noticed it already. Remember the first um, Spider-Man movies. With uh, oh, right, right, right. was it Tobey Maguire? Whoever the, no, I don't know. Yeah, but, that's the only ones yeah. I watched. But when you look at those versus the ones that just came out recently, like it's night and day how much better the new ones are now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. That's or like true. the old Hulk, like even the Marvel movies, like Avengers versus you know the old Hulk movie or something like that. It's crazy how much different they are, and just in ten years. I can't imagine twenty years though. Twenty years is going to be yeah. Kid, like when your kids are watching a movie. Yeah, with their kids, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, saying oh this was a great movie, and their kids mm-hmm. will be like Dad, you're you're stupid. Well, you think about think about like like our parents. My dad's turning seventy here soon, and I mean it was black and white movies. Like you know, I mean we're not talking talkies or anything like yeah, that, but yeah, 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 yeah. but it was uh, you know when they were kids, it was there wasn't a lot. I of... remember uh, talking about my dad. Like my dad was big. You know, he's got me into the fantasy, mm-hmm. the, the horror, and all that. The original Conan the Barbarian. When oh, did that come out? Yeah, that was. Uh, we were just watching that the other night. I know. Let me see real quick here. So I want to say that's eighty five. No, it had to be before that. Think so? 70? All right, we're doing it. Oh, 82. 82, wow. 1982. Okay, now, definitely, I was 12 years old when this came out. My dad, I can remember this like it was yesterday. This is how much times has changed, dude. Sure. Rated R movie. Mm-hmm. We go up to the movie theaters, me and my dad. Walk up, and my dad goes, hey, two tickets for Conan. And I remember the guy looks at him. And he goes, uh, sir, you do realize this is a rated R movie. My dad's like, yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> so we go into Conan. I'm like, ah, it, it's probably just violence or whatever like that. No, it was, no, it was it like was sex and orgy violence. scenes yeah, and, and like, like yeah. what is going on? That's the weird thing now. So like as a, as a dad, I've got two kids in high school mm-hmm. and um, there's all these cool movies I want to watch with my kids, but like I don't want to watch something with that in it because it's gonna make them like crawl out of the, you know I'm the yeah, the yeah, old yeah. guy now that they don't want to watch that stuff with like like so I'm like oh this movie's awesome like oh yeah but there's like a really like dirty like oh. love scene in it like I can't watch that with my kid <laughs> we took uh, a buddy of mine we went to uh, see Piranha. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever the new Piranha and he's mm-hmm. like oh yeah I go it's a horror movie he goes ah can I bring my son he was like 11 or 12 yeah. he go, I go it's a horror so I don't know if you let him watch it he goes eh, I'll take a risk oh no yeah. and you know it's Piranha you oh, know, yeah. there's this nakedness and, yeah. great, and then it's like I'm like oh boy and the kid's just crawling out of his skin watching oh, it next to his yeah. dad my, my buddy's like hey thanks a lot you jerk <laughs> I'm like no man what I, I just told you it was a horror movie yeah I have to I always, I always trying to remember like when I was a kid watching stuff like inappropriate stuff my parents sit next to me and how just, just it was, like I could watch it with my buddies it was cool I could watch it by myself it was cool but with you know mom sitting next to me and there's like something inappropriate like overtly sexual I'm like oh just so uncomfortable I took my poor nephew to see not 300 but the new 300 mm-hmm. with the ships and I'm like oh this is just violence and then, then they had that one scene where they were they were like going to town on each other <laughs> and I'm like ah it's not my kid yes. <laughs> he's probably you know this just happened to be, so I was reading those uh, Lone Wolf and Cub um, I was on a flight I was on a five hour flight earlier this week mm-hmm. and I had all these little novels Lone Wolf and Cub and I was reading them and you know they're, they're quick reads so I had like two or three of them with me I borrowed from the library and I uh, I threw them in my bag and there's this little this, this attractive lady sitting next to me and her, her 
probably 12 year old son and he's just sitting there staring out the window and it's about three hours in the flight i'm like hey man i've got these comic books do you want to read one? Oh boy so i hand it over to him and then the minute i handed it over he's like yeah sure and he starts looking through it and i'm like oh there's like a whole story about like prostitutes and like just like sexual stuff and i'm like what did i just do like and i'm just hoping i didn't give him that book <laughs> or, or if i did it was like towards the end of that book so the kid like, i just this somebody else's kid some stranger on a plane i just totally gave him like, like hey kid you want to read some anime it's about want, tentacles and young women it's about some, octopuses some cartoon porno here you go like super creepy yeah. Yeah. no we, it was that man daddy <laughs> that's the man who gave it tsa's to got me in handcuffs after the thing goes off i had no idea it just thought it was samurai stuff i'm so sorry his pictures made me sad <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, uh, I guess you got to be careful with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you hand out the kids. Now. No, he was uh, fortunately I, he got bored with it like five minutes into it, and nah, I, the just... crisis averted. But I, I had some serious <laughs> worry that I had just corrupted some poor child. Oh well, you know, even even in the comic book wasn't that bad. I just think I was a little oversensitive. Oh well. All right. Well, we should do more of this. This was fun. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Come... It's a kind of I didn't think it, it sounded like a bad idea, but it was fun. All it probably ideas. sounds terrible. All my ideas are bad ideas. Yeah, uh, Josh, Josh, our editor will be like, oh no, that one sucks. <laughs> Away. Yeah, but uh, usually he makes fun of me in email form. Um, <laughs> there's like a, a page or two of beratement, and just shame that I have to like put my head down in. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, stop, stop touching my stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, like I said, we're gonna post on the website. First person to tell me or email me or call me mm -hmm. with the name of that movie with the uh, sword from the eight nineteen eighty two has a sword that has three blades and two of them shoot out and come back. Or, no, did they come back? No, they, I don't think they come back. I think they shot out. Kroll's got the one that came back. That was good. That was the spinning boom yeah. thing. Oh, you know what a good White Wolf one? Blade. That's a good one for White Wolf. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, perfect. Goes, yeah, yeah, White Wolf. Yeah. I guess you could even do kind of Cthulhu with that one. Yeah. yeah. Or actually any. You could do Ravenloft. Ravenloft, yeah. You could do that. Uh, John Dunn. The, John Dunn was just here. He's got that one at... Uh... Savage Worlds? Yeah, Savage Worlds Adventure. Uh, hmm. What is it? Uh, oh, John Dunn's going to kick me in the teeth when he sees me. I can't remember his book. Um, <laughs> so much trouble now. I know. <laughs> but anyway, his adventure. Yeah, that would work in there. It's, yeah. It's based on... Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack the end of the program. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, okay. It, the, once again, first person to email me, call me, text me, or get a hold of me somewhere at the uh, at the shop. Uh, we'll get a free... Uh, uh, figure it out. I'll put it on the website. Probably a booster pack. Nothing crazy. I'm not going to send you a... Uh, basket? Yeah, a basket of wine and cheese. Workshop. Oh, that's what I mean. Games Workshop. <laughs> Games Workshop complete package. Uh, we can work something out. I'll come up with a prize. Probably a gift card. But, uh, all right. Well, get a hold of me at uh, the shop, uh, Mortals Inc. Phone number is 216-712-7169. can email me at podcast.immortalsinc at gmail.com. Or check our website, immortalsinconline.com, for more information. Thanks for your time. Bye. Bye.